Good evening, ladies and gents. Hey, y'all. Welcome to the show. Welcome to Spicy Coco. <laughs> Spicy Coco. I can't wait till we have it. I'm going to say this every week until we have it, but I can't wait until we have an intro. Soon come. Soon mm-hmm. come. We're going to get it. What's popping, guys? Welcome to Spicy Coco. Um, today is the 23rd of January. Thank you for joining us today. I hope y'all have been having a great week and all that jazz and a peaceful Sunday to end the week. And to start a new one. And to um, start a new one. Yes, we, we are have. going to jump right in with our pop culture segment. Oh my Number God. one tickles me. <laughs> our first topic tickles me. <laughs> and it has for a while. So, okay. Our first topic, y'all, we talk about man weaves. So the reason I added this on here is because I oh, I just like I'm sure many of you, um, I saw like this barber doing a man weave on this guy and he just looked like completely different with it. Like he looked way younger and I'm sure he felt super confident about himself. He literally put like Marley twist hair on this nigga's head and <laughs> shaved and shaved it down um, to make it like resemble waves. And it, it looked good. I So the reason I brought it up, I just like, I'm curious to see, like, how do you feel about man weaves? Like, do you think it's a problem? Do you so think here's it's not the a problem? thing, right? I personally feel because, you know, I'm unlearning and relearning certain things. So like male expression is important. You know what I'm saying? Like for y'all to be able to express yourselves and feel good about yourselves and get your sexy on and feel like, you know, you that dude, you know what I'm saying? However, right. In a practical everyday, let's be serious kind of sense. I want to say that I support my man if he's like, yo, I kind of, I kind of want to give me a weed, right? But Mm -hmm. then the thing about it is, so do we schedule our hair appointments on the same time? Are you getting the same style? Because if you, if you get the same style every time, this could work. Yeah. You know what I'm saying? Or like, if you usually do like a Caesar and then a couple years, you're like, "Mm, let me start hitting them with some locks. Like Mm -hmm. that could work. But if you're deciding like, and again, some may say this is a little problematic, but if it's on a schedule where it's like, you're like this week, I'm going to do, I'm going to do twists. And then next week I'm going to hit him with, I'm going to hit him with some straight bags. And the week later, I think I'm going to just give him like a curly, like fro. I feel like mm-hmm. that's when it'd be like, no, nah, bro, you taking it a bit far. Yeah. But overall, I'm not, look, these days, we are living in a Panasonic for too long. And what I'm kind of at the point where I'm like, whatever <laughs> people have to do to make themselves happy, as long as it's not bringing down somebody else. Yeah. You do what you got to do, brother. But for me and mine, so there's some stipulations that yeah. have to be put in place first. I feel like, <laughs> in theory, I don't think it's a big deal. Even if you do, like, pop up, one day you got dreads, one day you have a high top, next day you got a Caesar next day you got to fade. I feel like in theory, I wouldn't care, but I say that. No, nah, I don't know if I'd really feel that way. If I'm really with a nigga that's doing that. I'm like, damn, nigga, you change your hair more than I do. And <laughs> I change my hair all the time. So I don't know. I mean, and not only that, no offense, but like what it don't, you damn sure I'm about to go to the same hair lady as me. But the th- I don't even think, I don't think like regular hairstylists do this. It's I, I, every time I've seen this, it's like a barber. 
This is true. So it's, I doubt we're going to the same hairstylist. I'm just saying, like, if it gets to the point, because, you know, eventually people are going to catch on and people are going to be like, oh, another moment to get a bag. So yeah, more people are going to be doing true. it. So I'm just like, when it becomes more mainstream, as long, sweetie, as long as we're not having the same hair, you're not going to schedule and y'all not going to kiki about me to the same. Mm-mm. Yeah. <laughs> so, I mean, but yeah. All in all, I think it's, I don't think men should get like shit for it. No. I think it's fine. Like, especially if it will boost your confidence. Like, yeah. what's the difference between me getting a weave and you getting one? Like, I, don't, I mean, whatever. Exactly. And my thing is like, for me, I think of it in a grand scheme of things too, because it's just like, to me, it's, I would look at it as like, I have a man who actually cares about his appearance and not to say like yeah. I'm shallow or anything like that. Like, but for someone who actually cares, mm-hmm. you know, like that's like, no, I want to, I want to look good. I want to, you know, look good, feel good. Yeah. Like for me to have somebody who's even in a space where they can even like think about the idea, like for one, it would throw me off at first, but then I'd be like, you know what? <laughs> okay. All right. We can work through this. <laughs> like, right. I'm not going to be one of those. That's like, oh, that's gay. Like, no, I don't No, That's the thing. That's what irritates me. I'm like, yeah. how, how is that gay? Some people have taken it so far, and I'm like, y'all gotta calm down. Like, yeah, it's just not that deep. Like, and some people have conditions where, like, they go bald super young, and yeah. it sucks. Like, you know, so I understand. But my, I guess how I feel about that is like, all right, if you're not gonna do that, just get rid of all of it. If you're Talk not, if you're not gonna get a man weave, and your shit is like receded like five inches back, it's time to let it go. My babies, it it's is time to let it, it's, it's time to let it go. I'm seeing y'all with the fade in the front, locks in the middle, and then a fade. Baby, just, yeah, just let it go. We like the, well, personally, I have no issue with the baldies. Me and the baldies get along as long as there's a beard involved. But me and the baldies <laughs> get along well. <laughs> I feel like, yeah, if you're not going to get a man weave, let it go. It's okay. One or the other. You'll still get, Please. you know, you'll still get play. It's all right. Yeah. Do you know how many women love bald men? Like, like, <laughs> like I as long, said. I mean, I, I mean, so long as your head shape accounts for it. I mean, because what about in the video? I'm because, not go- Yeah, I was about to say, the dude that was in that video that I sent you, his he had a peanut head, my guy. I was going to say, he, he looked a, like the proud family. He movie. had a dome okay so i'm like yeah i can i can see i can see why you are going why you're getting a man weave i get it yeah for sure he needed that man okay number two funny thing is the video you sent me isn't even the first video i saw of this so like a pot okay let's talk about what it is first before we talk about my feelings okay so what the what the what what z is referring to right now um i don't remember his name um but basically this guy spent like ten thousand dollars on a surprise vacation for him and his girl just to ask shorty to be his girl so okay so after i you know i went on a rabbit hole and like stalked their entire not stalk if it's on public display but went <laughs> went through their entire like the receipts um, right <laughs> went through their entire social media and apparently like they were like you know basically together but they weren't like officially together so like the whole purpose of that trip was to like officially ask him ask her to be his girl and she's actually like mad smart like she she like played she's like a professional basketball player 
Yeah, she's mad pretty. She's like six feet. She played basketball abroad in like um, Ireland or something like that. Yeah. So he must be at least like six four because he's taller than her. Yeah, he's definitely like super tall. Um, Yeah, I just I was watching all these videos and I was just like, Lord, I see what you do for others. Please send him my way. Okay. 10k on a on a on a surprise vacation just to ask her to be her his girl like wow and I and I'm I'm by no means hating like I loved every second of it I was just like yo where's mine I was <laughs> no literally both the first one and the second one that I saw I was like you you better sis you better mm-hmm. yes indeed there was never mm-hmm. any like hurt or like hey I hate when niggas be like why y'all be jealous I know I love that for her yeah, ain't nobody jealous I love yeah, it for her exactly. Are you dumb? I just aspire. That's what I'm saying. I I wish this for my life as well. It's me again, Jesus. You know what I'm saying? (laughs) (laughs) Your humble servant, Lord. You know what I'm saying? That's all. (laughs) But at the same time, see, the context is important for me because the first video I saw, I'm not sure if that was the case. They didn't tell us. So everybody was kind of just like, see, we like this. However, which one was the first one? This is a lot. It was... I don't know their names and I apologize to have to describe it like this, but it was this dark skinned dude and this light skinned girl. And it was real cute. Both of them was real cute. Yeah. Also, it was <laughs> different he, people. Mm-hmm, different people. Okay. And he flew out to Paris. It was a vibe. It was a whole vibe. And she looked gorgeous. Like, and he took her to do all these things, but it was dope. Like it was in Paris. It was amazing. So mm-hmm. especially me, foodie ass me was like, oh. Facts. Facts. So, but then I was confused. Cause I was like, hold on. She not your girlfriend already. This is a lot of money. You know what I'm a saying? Like, of money. And this is the part where I be like, mm, yeah, hi. But then I look at it. And a lot of times, there be people who are like younger than us, like 1920. And then my mind starts going like, are you, are you a scammer? Who's funding this? <laughs> are is this you a PP P loan? Is like sponsored <laughs> event? Like, you know what I'm saying? Facts. <laughs> my, my wheels get turning. Cause I just be like, for this situation where it's like, They've already been back and forth for a little while. He's mm-hmm. finally realizing that's very cute to me. That's very romantic. Yeah, I yeah. love that. Turn that shit up. But for these whole like flex and finesse kind of situations, I just be like, y'all get on my day. Mm-hmm. But no, I love it for the girls and I wish it for me. me that's too. the only thing I have to say. Mm-hmm. <laughs> it was dope. It was it's so dope. really cute. I'm like, Literally, you know the the sound when it's like I heard the girls are getting flown out to Paris, Aruba, <laughs> Aruba. <laughs> I'll be excited like every time Aruba. I see I'm like, I know that's right, girl. And look, sisters, I just want to applaud y'all. Y'all are teaching these men how to take pictures, and I look yes because you know he took some bomb pictures of her. Y'all are training your like, dragons very well. He took some bomb pictures of her. Like she was looking. I was like, okay. Okay, boyfriend. Okay, sis, look. You better come good. through. Better come through with the flicks. Okay. Now this next one stressed me out. <laughs> so, as someone who is evolving, I understand that the world of cosmetics has like taken us to extremely new heights mm-hmm. and possibilities. Mm-hmm. But why are we tattooing on baby hairs? Why are we like what? What are? Let me let me look up a, a picture because I don't even. And sweet baby, like this is the most recent video, but I've seen this done before as well. 
my loves, you come out the artist chair looking like you have kelp on the side of your face. (laughs) (laughs) Kelp? Think back. Put your brain back into your SpongeBob mind and tell me that's not what that girl face looked like. Look at our DMs. Okay, hold on. Let me look. In. You look, and the thing is, and I'm not trying to get too hoo hoo about it all, you know. But realistically, like I love edges, they're a little soup soup. Mm-hmm. I do. But some there's some type of shift that happens. There's some type of shift that happens when you feel the need to do things such as, you know, tattoo on baby hairs or bleach your skin and it concerns me because I'm like why are you this obsessed and I'm I'm not it's a fad like this is gonna play out eventually yeah like so then what then what are you gonna do like are they legit like permanent tattoos or like the like the it like, looks like it because I have seen the girls are using them stupid stick on ones too which is like yeah I've seen those which at least that's temporary though like all right like, if you don't have edges right mm-hmm I mean, mine are thin a little bit too. Like, it's okay. It happens, you know? Why not just leave the area to rest or treat right. it? Y'all doing everything but trying to take care of the follicles. Yeah. Y'all are doing everything but taking care of the Manipulating it like bro. that isn't going to help. If you have alopecia, by all means, I mean. But then again, if you do, not to try to be funny, but like, it's easier to get wigs. Ooh, I, I don't know if this is the one you sent, but I just Googled another one. This one is, oh. It's just looking God. crazy. And like, I, I want to, I can't even be mad at the artists who are fulfilling yeah. young wishes for these crazy tattoos. Because at the end of the day, get your money. If somebody's foolish enough to get this permanently inked into their skin, I wouldn't really have too much wisdom for them either because I'm sure somebody else tried to talk you out of this before you got to my chair. Right. But I just want to know, like, y'all be adults. Y'all be having children. Yeah, because, I mean, I'm not going to tell someone to not get money at the expense of someone else's stupid. If I was the artist, I would I would tat you. And as I'm tatting you, I'd be in a group chat like, y'all won't believe what the fuck this client just asked me to do right now. And I'm doing it, though, but I'm doing it. (laughs) (laughs) Like... Like, truthfully, I talk about this often because I'm weird like that. Like, if I switch professions, certain things I wouldn't do. Because I was telling someone the other day, I refuse to make cake pops. Wait, why? Oh, oh, well, I was going to say why not, but that's another conversation. They're just tedious as <laughs> fuck. I just, yeah. I had a bad experience once and never again. But, and I think as a tattoo artist, I think the only place I draw the line is, like, genitals and racist or, like, real hateful shit. Mm-hmm. Yeah. I don't want to, ta- I'm not touching your genitals. Like, I'm yeah. sorry. Maybe titty tattoos. Maybe. But other yeah. than that, anything below? No. Yeah, because that's like... Mm. I could see why you wouldn't want Like, me. bless all the waxers? Could not be me. Because, ooh, the story some people be telling, I just be like, mm-hmm. what? I know, <laughs> like, oh my God. Like, some of them, like, don't wipe their ass. And I'm like, yes. Ew. Last time I was asking, she was like, oh, I had this lady come. And she was already period. And I was like, girl, no. And she was like, no, I swear. And I was like, what do people? She was like, I well, don't people, know. People get waxes on their period all the time. Really? I'd be freaked out, too. It's She not, said the girl fine. was just, like, flowing. And I'm like, see, it's Like, different. she didn't have a tampon like, on? No. Oh, well, ew. Yeah. <laughs> That's different. <laughs> it's different. Yeah. I know, like, from that sense. Me, personally, just no, but. Yeah, people get waxes on their period all the time. 
It just hurts. It definitely hurts more, though. For sure. It definitely hurts more. (laughs) Now, the future hive's favorite toxic nigga, Kevin Sanders. Tell me why. (sighs) Kevin's Kevin's always saying something that's pissing me off. You know, where did he even come from? Who is he? I don't know. But it doesn't matter. Okay, because I just but... <laughs> he just popped up all of a sudden and I just wanted to know like whose uncle, like who gave him, you know what I'm saying? I like, really, who... Truly, I don't know. I mean, I'm sure I'm sure he's probably like had a YouTube channel for a while and he's like probably just starting to like get bigger. Um True. but he says a lot of things that piss me off, but this one I think really takes the cake. So he said, hold on, I'm gonna pull up the I don't want to misquote anything. <laughs> Um, let's let's pull up the receipt. <laughs> yes, ma'am. Let's do it. Let's talk about it. You know, the more he says things while you're looking that up, the more the high in me always thinks to myself, you know, time travel must be real. Yeah, it has to be. Because like it's not just that you're saying these things, it's the fact that people are agreeing with you so strongly in this year. Time travel has to be real. There's no other way. It's hard for me to accept that, like, Black people just want to choose to be ignorant. Yeah, there's just no way. Okay, so I found it. When I mean dates, I mean nighttime dates. Ladies, if you don't want the pot, if you don't want sex to be on the table, then don't go out after dark. If you go out after 5 p.m. with a man, sex should be on the menu. Oh if you want to keep it strictly platonic, Date between the hours of 12 and 3. And understand, when I mean dates, I mean nighttime dates. Okay, so 5 o'clock. Yo, it be light outside at 5 o'clock when it's not winter. So... First of all... First of all... (laughs) I didn't realize the sex had a schedule. I mean, I'll, I'll be. Like, okay. You know, people are like, what time stomach's open? Like, I didn't realize. I'm sick. <laughs> like, I didn't. But also, I'm going to humor him for two seconds. He said between what, 12 and what, three? 12 and three, if you okay. want. So that, that's what I was about to just say. I'm just like, all right. So let, he me, said, let me. He said for things to be strictly platonic. Those Let's are the talk hours. about it. So between 12 and three, I'll be at work. Right. Three hours that I'll be at work. Yeah. Right? 12 and three. Right now, according to these kinds of males, right? Um, because he's part of the delegation that is tired of funding women and spending money on women, right? Is that usually his thing? No, um, he just he just feels like to be a high quality to get a high quality man, you have to be high value man, you need to be a high value woman and look a certain way. And that's what I'm getting at. So in order to be a high value woman to match this high value man that you feel that you are. We have to work to get our own coins so that we can have the appearance that you guys claim that we should always have. Yes. Okay. So if at 12 and three, you expect us to be on dates to find said high value man. How does that work? (laughs) Also, also, (laughs) also, you said if I want to keep it strictly platonic. So if we don't want to strictly keep it platonic, but we want to make sure that y'all not Say I'm calling you just for the D. I'm the kind of person who I at least have to know that you're not a complete fucking doofus. Even if 
The only reason I want you around is for the D because for my safety. I'm talking safety purposes here. I have yeah, to yeah, make yeah, sure yeah. that you're not a complete doofus. Because everybody has genitals. We can right. everybody for the most part, unless scientifically or medically, you can't. Everybody can have sex. So you know what I'm saying? So I'm just trying to understand, sir. How do you set that up if after five it's supposed to be for everybody who wants to smash? But if we talk at high value and shit like that, because, you know, y'all say we hoes if I'm what y'all say don't make no sense. So I'm struggling here. You know what I'm saying? Like, I, how is that? I'm just I want him to tell me. You know, I'm not sure he'd be able to give you a straightforward. <laughs> you see, that. I'm struggling to even ask yeah. him because it doesn't, no matter what angle that you come at this from, what you're saying makes no sense. And yeah. sir, I'm sure your poor mama got woken up in the middle of the morning, the wee morning, okay, to incubate your doofus head ass. Cats. no lights back then. Cats. Frying it. <laughs> like, get out of here. I don't know. I feel like, okay. I guess how I feel about this kind of sort of depends on on this, right? So he says, like, platonically. But even then, that still doesn't make sense because 12 and 3 is only three hours and like there's, that's only a tiny portion of the day. And, okay, no. Yeah, because I've, I've gone out with homies way past I just 3, 5 know. p.m. And, and it'd just be in that. What is the combination of drugs? Yeah. What is the... It's probably crack mixed with fucking rubber cement. Y'all, y'all brought bunk back. Remember when, when kids used to sniff rubber cement? He probably sniffed that shit every day. He just, I just be like, you just be saying stuff. Like, sir, yeah, what? That, No, that was for real, like an example of just saying stuff. I mean, like, at this point, you're just having fun at people just being outraged. Because, because my, yeah, the, yeah, yeah, for sure. He's just trolling. I think he's just trolling now. So look. Some of these men that are actually men these days work an overnight job. So it's never going to work out for us. <laughs> and like you said, like, I work till six, Monday through Friday. So I'm definitely not seeing you till seven. So we're supposed to just not work. And the next thing you know, y'all going to be calling us all kinds of bums. Like, like my thing is, I think, I think it's like, yeah, there's like a certain time where I think it's obviously like if it's like one in the morning. Yes. granted i still consent is still a thing and that needs to be implemented for absolutely but if you hit me up at one in the morning yeah i always tell the girls like look like and, and the girl by the girls i mean myself included if somebody only hits you up late night like every time they just want because you know everybody's schedules a different guest but like if they're only hitting you up on a late night you're not even getting the like morning or like on a Sunday evening, how was your weekend, baby? Mm-hmm. Obviously. You know Come on, yeah. And I'm talking like Easy. late night. Like if, if it's yeah. like midnight and late and over, even maybe even 11 p.m. and over. During the week, during the week, let's say 11 past. Yeah, yeah, yeah. <laughs> yeah. It's like if he hitting you up on some, hey, like, what's up? Like, girl, unless you, unless Come you want, through. unless you, unless you trying to do that, like, don't, don't go over there thinking that y'all just going to be chilling. Come on. Unless like that, unless that, unless that really just is the homie and you know him, that's different. But, but then I feel like the homie wouldn't hit you up at one in the morning. Whatever. I don't know. As Whatever. far as dates go too, not all dates are daytime date activities. Right. If you want to go see a show, it's probably going to be at like 8 p.m. 
it's just a little bit more fun that way. Just so I'm just supposed like, to like assume that now I have to have sex with you because I'm going out after five o'clock. There's that certain restaurants no that don't even open till four. Right. In many places. Some places don't even open till six. Sir. So you're lying. I, I guess what he's trying to get at is like, like sex is on the table. So I, does he mean like that day? Does he mean like at some point? Also, the assumption, hold on, let's really, let's really talk about it. Because is he the saying, like, at some point sex needs to be on the table? Or, like, all right, at the end of the night. That's what that's I'm wondering. My down. thing is, um, unlearn that you're guaranteed sex from being nice to a girl. I don't Absolutely. know why y'all think that that, like, I don't. No. Um, I don't know. We already know. had this going Dutch conversation, but, so, whatever. But, like. You can go on a date with somebody and realize that you don't ever want to speak to them again. Like, that's yeah. kind of the point. At least not in a romantic way. From my understanding of what yeah. dating means to me. It's kind of, it's, again, it's giving predatory vibes. Because, like, you shouldn't just automatically feel as though you're going to get coochie at the end of the night. Right. Because like, my thing is, if that's all you want, you can get that. It's possible to easily, just get that. Easily. Because there are girls out there who just want the same. And I heard the prices are not as high as I would think. I'm sick. I'm just, I want better for you. I'm just saying. I'm sick. But like, <laughs> girls raise the price. Girl, that's another conversation. I personally, yeah. That's we're going to have to have that conversation. <laughs> another conversation. But yeah, I just, I wish y'all would stop it. Uh, yeah. I wish but I like you said, because... I think he literally just said this to cause to wreck havoc. Yeah, I don't think there's point, no way. There's no way that you're saying that you're. But serious. the sad part is, there's some people who really are ignorant. Who again, this is always my point. When I see these viral things, like I want to be like, whatever, nobody in the right man. But there's people who really agree. There's people who really take <sighs> that. PM. Yo, the sun be out. I mean, they might not agree necessarily to that extreme but there's people who really feel like the reasoning makes sense you know what i'm saying like yeah don't come out if, you, if you're not expecting to have sex you know there's people who feel like that or feel like that they're obligated to have sex because they paid for this dinner and that's the dangerous part of it so this is what gets on my nerves about y'all okay y'all say things like that right but then you also preach about keeping your options open and dating and then people are like, well, I don't want to date multiple people because I don't want to have sex with multiple people. Then y'all dumbass come around like, oh, well, who says you have to have sex with multiple people to date? Which is true. You, it's you true. don't. But it's like, okay, so now that, now here I am dating multiple people without being intimate, and now you still have something to say about it. Mm-hmm. So because I'm going on a date with you and I don't want to have sex, I'm wrong? But you're the same one telling me I should keep my options open and not, not which way are you pulling me? Cause you can't, you can't pull me, you can't pull me north, south, west, and east all at the same time. Like they don't realize, like women enjoy sex. Like, do they not understand that, like the clitoris was literally designed for pleasure? No, that's the purpose of it. They don't. So if if I'm not saying sex belongs to anybody, but it's like, bruh, like we literally have an organ made just for that. Some of them don't even know where it is. So no, <laughs> most of them don't. <laughs> so so no that's what I'm but saying I'm if like, anyone does if y'all could people. just see us as human beings you could just say that but all this lying and 
coercing and 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 the wolf in sheep's clothing that y'all like to do. That's where we start to have issues. And that's, you know what I'm saying? Like we say, y'all start crossing boundaries. It gets predator. And then y'all get mad when we talk about it. Right. But sorry, right. y'all, because we've been working on ourselves. So Facts. catch up, bro. Right. Maybe you could use your time before 5 p.m. to learn something. <laughs> <laughs> I can't. I still can't believe he said that. Whatever. I just whatever. y'all just be so y'all just be saying, saying anything. Y'all just be saying whatever the fuck. Now for something that actually made us both smile. Yeah. So guys, it was I so love, cute. I love, this was so cute. So um, there's this boy, this little boy. He's on the spectrum, and he needed his mom took him to get his haircut. Um, but since, since he's on the spectrum, he doesn't like loud noises and hair touching him. Um, and obviously, if you're getting your hair cut, you deal with both of those things simultaneously. So this barber, but God bless her soul, she made it like into like a little game. So like every time like the hair would fall, like she they would like run across the room. So like the hair would kind of fall off. And it just like it was like a little game. And like it made it fun for him. It made it fun for the barber. It got rid of the anxiety for the little boy. And, you know, like with people on the spectrum, like there's like, stimulation overload that's probably why he doesn't like the hair touching him and the loud noise but making it a game it kind of like distracts you know it distracts his mind from those sensations happening and it was just oh my god it made me like tear up i was like oh it was so sweet oh it was so and it's like little things like that like we never think about it you know what i mean it's like the Mm -hmm. smallest it didn't take much effort extra right. effort from her like, okay touch the child a little bit whatever mm-hmm. but it was like you that kid's probably never had such a positive experience getting their hair cut before right you I'm know what i'm saying to find her um at it was so precious and slick uh sis look kind of like you could have been fine under that mask i'm just saying <laughs> No, but it was so precious. I love it. Especially so someone who like grew up in a family where we, you know, had special needs. Mm-hmm. And it's always so tough because you it's you know, you kind of become isolated. You never really want to do everyday stuff because you're mm-hmm. just so anxious about like, oh God, we don't want to be an inconvenience. Oh God, yeah. are we gonna be staring or are we mm-hmm. gonna have a meltdown in this moment? You know what I'm saying? So yeah. It was just it meant a lot to me to see. So the name of the shop is called Exposed Cuts in Atlanta, Georgia, but it's late, it's located in Atlanta, Georgia. And yeah, shout out to you guys, Exposed Cuts, for we being an extra mile. Yes, for being so accommodating and ex- being accessible and making that experience with that little boy much better than it would have been had you not done that. That was beautiful. Mm-hmm. And I, people like you give me hope, seriously. Oh, seriously. Seriously. So let's trickle down into our wellness segment. Um, <laughs> brought to you in part by me getting fired. So, oh <laughs> no, so, um, yes, I did get fired recently, but that's not really why I wanted to put it on here. I wanted to talk about these interview questions that one of my bestest friends sent to me. So, I was telling her, I'm like, at this point, I'm like many people, I'm so sick of working people. For obvious reasons, yes. But more specifically, because I'm tired of feeling like I'm having to choose between 
my mental health, my well-being, and making money. Yeah. So I was like, you know, I'm about to reset and stuff. And I was like, I just want to figure out how I can, you know, have a better way to to make sure the jobs are like actually care about people who work there. Mm-hmm. Um, and then so she sent me this list of like really great questions to ask on interviews. And I was reading through them and I was like, you know, I never... Like when it comes down to that part of the, the interview, when they're like, do you have questions? I'm already so like, I always walk into interviews so anxious that by the time it gets to that point, I'm like scrambling. Like, what do I ask if I don't mm-hmm. already have something prepared, you know? Mm-hmm. And I was like, these are great. I've never thought to ask questions that were so centered around my well-being. Yeah. Let me read them off for you guys. Uh, she sent a list. I think there's like 14 on here. So the first one says, why is this position open? What made you say yes to the position you hold now when it was offered to you? Mm, that's a good one. Mm-hmm. What has made you successful in this company? What improvements would you make if given the chance? How will my performance be measured? What is your management style like? What kind of support will I receive to further my professional development? What are the characteristics characteristics needed to succeed in this role? What does this company uh, oh sorry? What does this company do to ensure the work life balance of its employees? What are the most challenging aspects of this job? What does the onboarding process look like for new hires? And what are your expectations for this role during the first thirty to sixty days? Um, so I just wanted to put that out there and I'm sure we can find a way to like maybe put it in our show notes or something. Yeah, yeah, someone wants sure. to have them. Um, but yeah, just kind of, like I said, I think a lot of us are are really trying to have a really good work-life balance and prioritize, you know, our mental health and our overall health too. And I feel like I really, I'm loving seeing people being like, no, like, you know what? We're not going to compromise you know? wanting yeah. to feel good for these jobs. And the thing is, like, I think with interviews, at least like in this capitalist culture, like we're always taught like, oh, you need to sell yourself and you need Mm -hmm. to make them see why, why you, why they need you. And it's like, no, the purpose of an interview is to get to know the role better and for them to, and for them to get to know you. So essentially, I mean, I'm not saying you should interview them, but the whole point of asking, the whole point of asking questions is to get more insight on what the actual day-to-day life will look like when you're in this position to make sure it will fall in line with your values and what you believe in. Because of course, on their job description, they're going to, it's a job description, but it's, they're not going to explain what the work culture is like. They're not going to talk about their management style. They're not going to talk about how your metrics are measured. They're not going to talk about any of that. And that's the, this this is the opportunity where you can ask these questions to make sure it's a good fit for you as well. Forget, I don't want to say forget if you're a good fit for them, but whether you're a good fit for them is just as important as if they're a good fit for you. So Yeah, I was going to say that. I think looking at those questions definitely helps to get, you know, me as the person being interviewed in my mind to be like, you know what? Like you said, yes, I'm here looking for a job. Yes, I'm here trying to get my money and whatever the goal may be for you. And they're trying to see if I'm going to be a good uh, candidate. But this helps you to feel like I'm also important. Me exactly. being my best self, me being well, me being able to come in here every day and feel like, I know when you know what's expected. I know when you know that I can get this done. You know what I'm saying? It's not all, like you said, like, can this be person be a good worker? It's not mm-hmm. about that. It's more so like, okay, is this partnership going to work? Exactly. Yeah. 
So I think it's it's definitely now that a lot of people are kind of like, you know what? Yeah, like I'm important too. I'm going to make sure that you know I'm important. Like, you know, mm-hmm. so definitely, you know, that helped me be like, you mm-hmm. know what? Yeah, I'm going to I'm going to prioritize myself more when it comes to jobs. Well, I had some interview questions as well. Um, I think are worth um, mentioning. So some of them might overlap um, just a little bit, but um, just to, you know, to help reiterate for you guys listening to. Um, so the first question is, what do you like about working here and how did you start? What are three qualities you look for in an employee? I think those, that's like one of my favorite questions to ask because you can kind of, what I like to do when I ask questions based on what kind of question I'm asking and what kind of answer they give, I can kind of tie my resume and my skills into this question too. So you can kind of reiterate um, for yourself a little bit if you if you think this is something that um, you'd be interested in, like this the job that you're interviewing for. Mm-hmm. Um, is there room for growth? I think that's an important one too because you don't mm-hmm. want to be stuck. <laughs> um, and I don't know, a lot of people kind of sugarcoat that, but sometimes people are honest about whether there's room for growth. And if there's not, you can decide to not move forward. Mm-hmm. Remote work options. Are there remote work options? So that's good for if you are somebody who really wants to work from home. Um, What is a typical day in this occupation? What will my first week at work look like? What do you hope I will accomplish in this position? How do leaders set up employees for success? What is the work culture? For that, you can kind of word it how you want. Um, How do you evaluate employee performance? Mm -hmm. Can you tell me about the team I'll be working with? What are the next steps after the interview? And my favorite question is, are there any doubts about my qualifications? This is usually what I say for like the, actually, I usually save the next steps question for last. Um, if it wasn't already clearly defined within the actual interview itself. And a lot of these answers may have already been defined within the actual interview. The hiring manager is like describing the position. So you may not need to ask some of these. But for this particular question, I like, are there any doubts about my qualifications? Just so that way, if the employer does have any doubts about anything, they can be honest about it and you can clear it up if you can. Just because I feel like hiring managers are never just going to outright say, oh, I have doubts about what, about this and about that. No one's going to do that. Um, so if you ask them if they have any doubts and if you can clear anything up, it kind of forces them to be honest about that. And at that point, if there is anything you can clear up, you can go ahead and clear it up. So yeah, those are mine. Um, those are my faves. And I think, you know, it's good to ask good questions as well. One for yourself, obviously, but also hiring managers. If this is a job that you really think you really want, hiring managers like when the person being interviewed is asking a lot of questions because it just reiterates that the that they're interested mm-hmm. and that they actually want to work there. So, yeah, yeah, yeah. I'll definitely be taking both these lists and being way more intentional for in the future for sure. Our product highlight. So for the product highlight this week, I want to highlight Juicebox Collective. My guy, Uba. Um, so Juicebox Collective is a pot, not a podcast. What am I saying? <laughs> it's a <laughs> it's a playlist. Um, well, Juicebox Collective is the name of the actual collective, but the playlist itself is called Fresh 30. Um, it's dropped every week on all, I think, all streaming platforms. Um, I follow it personally on Spotify. Definitely send me the link, please. <laughs> yes, I definitely will. And we'll put it in the show notes, too. Um, yes, it's a playlist. The genres, I think they range for the most part from like R&B to hip hop to like Afrobeats. 
And uh, my face. one one thing about Uba, like his his music taste is like impeccable. Like I tell him this all the time. Like this this man's music taste is impeccable. So it's always a bop. It's always a vibe. Everything on this playlist is always fire. Every week, the artists that are featured, they range from, you know, local artists all the way to like super mainstream. Oh, I love that. I've been featured on this playlist once. Yeah. Which I wasn't even expecting. I was like, oh, hey, thank you. Because <laughs> we love you and you're dope. Oh, thanks, girl. Yeah, it was a little bit of a surprise. Um, but yeah, like y'all go follow him on Instagram. Let me pull up his Instagram right now so y'all can follow him and all that good stuff. Yes, 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 yes. Because... It's the bee's knees, okay? It's funny. Anytime I listen to, like, because I'll have my stuff, because I have, like, both you and my brother and whatever playlist. Mm-hmm. So it'll come on, and then I get all excited, because I'm like, oh, what a flex that, like, some of my favorite artists that I know personally. <laughs> <laughs> Period. <laughs> or, like, you know when... That's one thing, like, you, yeah, of course, well, at least me. I support my friends and actually listen to their stuff. Yeah. Like, my brother's. But it's always great when you just, like, happen to have it on, and somebody's like, oh, is this? And you can be like, well, actually, here's the link. Mm-hmm. <laughs> actually, that's my guy or my girl. Right. right. But, yeah, so his Instagram is juicebox, C-O, call, call for short for collective. So I'll spell that out. G-G-J-U-I-C-E-B-O-X-C-O-L. Again, it's Juicebox Collective. Dope playlist every week. He updates it every week. And you can send submissions to jblistens at gmail.com. Now, don't be out here being overwhelming, sending all your whack-ass mixtapes and your garage band recordings, okay? He don't have time for all that. He don't have time for all that. Quality. <laughs> Quality, please. Thank you. Just because you can afford the studio time, just because you can afford the equipment does not mean the rest of us need to hear. And that's all I'm saying. Okay. So please don't don't be sending him no bullshit. Thank <laughs> you. <laughs> this man is a businessman. Okay. Be serious. Okay. And like I said, everything on this playlist is fire. So if you think that you're going to get your basura, think again. It's not going to happen. But yes, that's it for my product highlight this week. You have any? I'm excited. No, I don't have one this week, but I'm excited because I know coming up soon, I'll have so many. Um, and we actually have um, a couple Black-owned businesses that people have sent. Should we? We'll do one. Okay, yeah, we'll let's, do, let's one. do one. So we have one called Mango Maison. Um, that means Maison. I speak a little French, you know what I'm saying? That means house in French. <laughs> <laughs> um, so they're mango.maison on Instagram. It's vibrant home decor products made by black artists. Ooh, I might have oh, to buy some. some good stuff. I might have to buy some of this. No, thank you too. Yes, thank you, Uba. Yeah, thank you, Uba. Okay. Yes. Y'all go follow Mango Maison if you want some. Hello, because I'm copying and pasting into my Instagram right now. Yo, for real. Because you know my project when I get home is redecorating my mom's house. I told her to. I was like, I'm going to help you declutter and reorganize. Let me go ahead and follow them too. Yes, indeed. Oh, and they're based out of New York. Oh, best believe. Oh, it's the arts for me. No, this is fire. Okay. Ooh, this is nice. (laughs) Do you see the, um, the cornrow print? I don't know if you can Where see are we it. looking? First it's, of all, you know it's like four is, rows down. Okay, one, two, three, That's and four. Nice. 
hold on, cause come on, representation for my fat girl. She looks so good. And yeah, she does. Like, oh my god. Yo, y'all did gorgeous. that. I know that's right. Y'all go follow. That would be like a cute like <laughs> wallpaper. I'm obsessed with sunflowers, y'all. Okay, just for the sake of not making this two and a half hours of content for Aiden to um, <laughs> edit. <laughs> <laughs> all of these things will be plugged in so y'all can be as obsessed as we are right now so <laughs> yeah y'all y'all go follow mango dot mango m-a-n-g-o dot maison m-a-i-s-o-n on instagram go get you some home decor yeah. artwork cre- created and, and curated by black artists so yes please support them they're fire all right guys so we have finally got our first listener letter this is from Tope the Outcast King. He's actually, I guess this is a kind of a little mini plug too. Um, he's a rapper from Brockton. So y'all should definitely go check his music out. Tope the Outcast King on all streaming platforms. I think he just had a project come out like two months ago, which was dope. Um, so go check him out. But he sent us a letter um, talking about the role of intimacy. So it says, hey, what's poppin'? My name is Tope and I'm from Massachusetts and I have a question about intimacy. <laughs> Why do niggas got to break through multiple levels of intimacy in order to see the real you? To me, intimacy is a realm of security. Being able to truly understand and be, he put that in capital letters, yourself in a safe environment. This goes sexually, mentally, physically, and emotionally. Communication is pivotal. As a man, a lot of sacrifices are made in the realm of vulnerability to make you feel secure. But how long must a man wait to receive that level of transparency? I know we all open ourselves slowly, but if I'm living with a woman for over two years and I'm still asking myself, who are you? There's an issue. I don't know if it's just ones I've picked, but give me your take on how long it takes for you to show your true colors and why. Well, yeah, I think it might be the ones you picked, my guy, because damn. (laughs) I think it might be the ones you picked. (laughs) Um, You can go first. Because I'm going to have to dissect this letter from the bottom up instead of from the top down. I was about to say, yeah, this this is a lot to dissect, actually. <laughs> um, why do niggas got to break? All right, well, let's, let me, I'm going to just kind of go through this piece by piece. Why do niggas got to break through multiple levels of intimacy in order to see the real you? Well, Toke, I think as a woman, as a Black woman especially, and just like being a person, not even even just taking gender out of it altogether or taking bi- biology out of it. Um, people just deal with shit and that kind of shapes who you become as an adult. So specifically for women, though, um, I know at least me personally, I've just been kind of like hurt enough times through trying to be transparent. And be an open book and give you my all and all that, which we've kind of talked about in the past. But me like trying to be this super open book has at least up till now just led to me getting hurt. Um, and all, that also has in part a lot to do with the person that you're dealing with and also the timing of when you're dealing with them. Really, it's I think it's really about timing, too. Um, so at least for me personally, I can't speak on every woman, but I think a lot of women can agree that we have a wall up to just kind of protect ourselves. So next, the next part of his letter says to me, intimacy is a realm of security, being able to understand 
and be yourself in a safe environment. Okay, that's true. Communication is pivotal. Um, just to answer your question about two years, though, I'm, yeah, my, that's a while. I don't think it should take two years. If you if you guys are agreeing to be in this mutual, beneficial, romantic relationship, at least, I don't think it should take two years for you to get to receive that level of transparency, especially if that's what you're giving. Um, that you should, yeah, you definitely shouldn't be asking yourself who this person is after two years. That's just unacceptable, honestly. Even after like a few months, I feel like you should have it like a, you, you don't really know anybody for real, but you should have a general idea of who someone is after a few months of dating. I think it's a little concerning if two years have gone by and you're still asking yourself, who are you? That's just, um, that's concerning. And at that, that, to me, that screams I need that that screams that she needs therapy and she needs to, you know, break down her past to understand why she even feels that way and what she's went through to put up this thick of a wall to the point where you don't even know who she is after this amount, amount of time. So yeah, I think it's a combination of things. I think it might have been the ones you've picked. Um, not to say that there's anything wrong with the ones you've picked, but I think the ones that you've picked that have made you go through this have a lot going on and they, they need to work through them. They need to work through that before they get with anybody, to be honest, because there's no reason you should deal with that type of shit. Um, so yeah, I say, I say if that person is your person, half of this, half of these problems that we find happening are just not even problems. I've, of course, every relationship has issues. Nothing's, nothing's perfect, but this type of this type of shit won't even be an issue if this is the person for you. So I would say just take this as a lesson. I don't think you should start being opaque, <laughs> just since that's the opposite of transparent. I don't think you should be putting up a wall now for the future out of fear that this is what's going to happen. I think you should continue to be yourself authentically because eventually someone's going to come along that is that person for you and where it, where you won't feel like you don't know who she is after two years. So yeah, I think I think that's all I have to say about that. Um, <laughs> I hope that made sense. So the reason why I said I want to dissect this from the bottom up is because this paragraph of as a man, a lot of sacrifices are made in the realm. And then it ends with if you're living with a woman for two years and they're still at, you're still asking yourself, who are they? <clears throat> That was a very telling paragraph for me. Um, because outside looking in, and I'm sure there's way more details that would make it easier. But yeah. just from what we have, it leads me to believe two things. One, y'all need to be an individual and couples counseling if this is the case. And two, if this is your situation that you're speaking of, you're not actually as patient as you've told yourself that you are. Mm, okay. You're just tolerating shit mm. because if you've sat for two years and this is for both parties involved, if y'all have sat for two years and according to this, aren't at a space where you can talk about how you feel deeply as an individual, something's, if you've been able to make it two years going like that, something's wrong. Yeah, that's true. Um, and it, and it leads me to believe that y'all are avoiding it. Ha! Clicks back into what we talked about the other day that y'all are y'all are both avoiding. 
Um, and, and that when issues arise, you either only scratch the surface trying to resolve them and y'all aren't actually digging into what it means for you and what, how it's important to you in like, okay, we all have something in ourselves where we know, I don't know who it's going to be. I don't know how long it's going to take, but for those of us who do want, you know, that one person or whether that means you want to get married or not, but for one of those of us who do want that one person, you may not know down to each inch, but you know what qualities you want that person to have, mm-hmm. right? Yeah. So when it starts to feel like this person doesn't have these qualities that I want them to have, and it doesn't seem like it's qualities they care about having or they care about me enough to want to work on those, you know what I'm saying? We, You should start to just be uncomfortable in in that relationship you know what i'm saying you shouldn't want to be there if you feel that so if you're able to go two years without feeling like you can talk about how you actually truly feel that's that's amazing to me that's like assuming yeah that and we're just going based off what we are reading too so yeah we don't don't know like all the details and everything. yeah so in that case yeah like in terms of saying there's a lot of sacrifices i think uh Mm. there's an issue here with the word sacrifices and vulnerability because it's more so like you're kind of just allowing yourself to be miserable then yeah in a way just because and i'm assuming here you don't want to upset this person that you're with because most likely you're just scared to lose them and i do this with myself you know what I'm saying? you have mm-hmm. to like think like okay break it down keep going down them steps like why am i you know what i'm saying so I think if, if you're in a, in a place two years with somebody, like you could be able to say, like, you know what? I love you as a person. But for, and again, this is assuming you've already had conversations of let's work on this. You know what I'm saying? Like, if you, you have to get to that point where you're like, you care more about your own feelings to be able to say, like, I love you as a person, but we can't work as a relationship because, like, I want to be able to feel like I can talk to you and you can talk to me openly and freely, even if that means you're going to hurt my feelings at some point. Mm-hmm. Um, yeah. So that part was kind of like, hold on, tell, <laughs> 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 don't put this all on the other person. Now I think you're kind of doing yourself a disservice here too. Um, but I think also, uh, okay. So going back upwards, I think, yeah. Intimacy is about security. Um, for sure. I think for use of communication is pivotal, but I think a lot of people just say that like communication is key. Communication is important, but some people don't really think to themselves. Well, there's a couple things that go into that. There's communicating in a healthy way because some people, yeah, you're saying words, but you're not actually trying to, mm-hmm receive what the other person's saying and process and, and actually understand and you know mm-hmm. some people can talk at each other all day long but if you're not trying to understand the other person you're not going to get anywhere yeah um and so a lot of people struggle with that and as women it goes into the feeling like you have to break through to us it's because a lot of people experience when you are trying to communicate and you aren't being heard or you are trying to communicate and your voice is being snuffed out 
or you are trying to communicate and you're being punished for it. Too many of us have a story similar to that or, mm-hmm. or, you know what I'm saying? Or people have had issues where, or I'm just, again, we're just going to speak from our experience because you're asking about us as women. For me, that's what it comes into. When I feel like there's things that I call like principal conversations. If, if we have a principal conversation and to me, you're already set on not understanding where I'm coming from and you're not even trying to understand where I'm coming from. I just slowly stop communicating altogether. Yeah. Yeah. Um, and I'm not saying that that's a really good response to things, but that's just how I shut down because when I was younger as a kid, unfortunately, super young, I had things happen to where I felt where that my voice didn't matter. Mm-hmm. Yep. Or it yeah, didn't matter too. what I said. It wasn't going to change the situation. You know what I'm saying? Or I've, I struggle really a lot of people lying on me because there's been situations growing up where I've been beat for things that I, I could, I could was screaming to people. I swear I'm telling the truth and I'm being told that I'm lying. Yeah. Then it, it started this confusing thing for me where I'm like, okay, I have to lie about dumb shit to be safe. But you know, it's, you see what I'm yeah. saying? Like, so it sometimes for people communicating is scary. Like some people say that it's so simple, but for some people it's not simple. Mm-hmm. It's not. So if, if like, and again, everyone's experience is different, but that's what causes that for people. Like some people, it really is scary wanting to talk about how you feel. Yeah. Like, and I, just for out of fear yeah for out of fear of like if you're gonna receive it well if you're gonna receive it at all yeah if you're gonna if and for at least for me personally like in relationships like i've dealt with that and been gaslighted so it's like am i gonna be gaslighted if i talk i mean i'm i feel like i'm the type i'm always gonna say how i feel and Mm -hmm. hope for the best but um not everyone's like that some people kind of take because you know we always say like you learn right yeah. But some people take things like that and they think they're like learning like, OK, no, well, next time I'm just not going to say anything mm-hmm. like that's their way of learning. And they people don't always take their lessons and learn in a proactive way, you know. Yeah. And also, I think, too, specific because, you know, he's speaking specifically as it pertains to relationships. I think what kind of creates that difference, too, is like. <laughs> A lot of the time, men don't really know how to be nice to women unless they want to, like, deal with them in some way. Yeah. You know what I'm saying? Like, for us, like, I know how to see a guy and be like, oh, he's handsome. I'm just not attracted to him. You know what I'm saying? Like, I don't. And again, those of you who get it, get it. So whatever. <laughs> but, like, a lot of the time I've noticed, like, men will just straight up just dog him for anything. Yeah. Just cause like, and then, but then when it comes to their girl and their girl could be the same thing or do the same thing, they'd be like, nah, you know what I'm saying? But it'd be like, but you say the same thing about everybody else and they look just like, you know, so mm-hmm. it kind of creates that like, I don't know how to feel, you know, yeah. like, yeah, I don't really, y'all don't. Y'all don't create safe spaces, like in general as a whole, like overall. If I'm walking down the street, and this is sad, I hate that it's like this, but if I'm walking down the street and I see a group of black women, I'm going to feel like if God forbid some shit happened to me right now, they got my back. Yeah. I don't feel that way with any other group. Mm-hmm. So you already walk with that in your everyday. 
as it doesn't pertain to romantic stuff, it just makes it 10 times harder as it comes to romantic stuff. Mm-hmm. Yeah. Well, I Aren't hope that? that I hope that answers your question. <laughs> <laughs> um. <laughs> it's it's a group project. It's a community project. It sucks. Yeah. It sucks. It's tough. But because again, tough. like I get what you're saying, man. It should be easy. It shouldn't be this hard to have to like jump through hoops. But Definitely as a community, we years. just got a lot of healing to do. Definitely not no two years. I'm yes. sorry. That's two years is egregious though. That's <laughs> yeah, that's ridiculous. <laughs> the question that we got, the second one, um, was asking why do women cheat? And it kind of ties into what we were just talking about anyway. Um, now, just solely speaking for myself here, I just want to say for the record, for when this shit blows up, Zakia <laughs> Fitzgerald has never cheated on anybody. Neither have I. Okay. I have had four boyfriends my entire life, never cheated on none of them. Okay. Have I cheated on people that I've been in situationships with that didn't claim me? Sure. So, so let's talk that, about why is I did cheat- that. Is that cheating though? Exactly. So let's start there. You have to be in a relationship to cheat. Boom. Everybody just, let's have this basic understanding. Okay. So past that, <laughs> I'm somebody that has uh, way more patience for niggas than I should. Um, so I kind of, in this thought process, right? I'm somebody that, I'll try and I'll try and I'll communicate and I'll I'll do the paragraphs and I'll cry and I can I was really great in English my whole life so I can break down for you exactly how this behavior made me feel and how it you know it's manifesting in my mind and all this I can I I can fully break down how I feel. So if I do that and I get crickets no effort, no apology, no change behavior, no acknowledgement of my feelings, nada. You then get two more times to do it. And then after that third time, and this is where my 10% toxicity comes in. If I'm not ready to get, you know, let go of you yet, but I'm sick of your shit and I just need a new vibe so I can like remind myself, like, girl, you don't have to be dealing with this. Yeah, I'll just entertain somebody else. Okay. This is a relationship? Yeah. Okay. Because because for me, it has I have to remind myself, like, first of all, this is not your boyfriend. Right. Well, I don't even think that's toxic then, if that's not your man. Right. I'm like some people would say, because some people have this idea that you're supposed to be loyal to people. And I used to believe this. That you're supposed to be loyal to people that you're in like a situation with. No, okay, well, not, not if they acting up. Please. Right. Like, no. And especially when if it's <laughs> if it's obvious that you're doing you as well. Yeah, no. Come on. Sir, no, from Georgester. Thought this was. Um <laughs> so, <laughs> so yeah, I mean, a lot of the time from the girls that I know that have actually cheated on legitimate boyfriends, it's, it comes down to like an emotional thing. Mm-hmm. Like they've been trying, they've been crying, they've been doing the prayer gaps. They've been doing, some girls be pulling up and slashing tires. I'm lazy, so I don't do all that. You I know can't. what I'm saying? Like, and unfortunately, there's a, some of you goofballs that, you know, they just have a stronghold on us. And, you know, we keep trying to see if you'll, get it together at this age y'all mm-hmm. frontal cortexes are fully grown so you won't so you know that's why we trying to just drop y'all um but yeah i was gonna say because i feel like cheating such a this is also like past tense for me i don't know anybody currently that's like cheats on people just because yeah i mean 
I have never cheated on anyone either. Um, and I, I pretty much agree with what you said. Like, I would pretty much, I don't, I don't think I'd ever cheat on someone. Um, but the only, for the most part, women only cheat like when they're emotionally missing something from a, from a man. It's usually not a sexual thing, even though sometimes it is. For the most part, it's usually because the man is not offering everything that she wants. So like, if he's not, if he's not sensitive, if he's not caring, if he's mm -hmm. not romantic, but, mm -hmm. but Johnny over here is, but she want to have her cake and eat it too. Cause at the end of the day, she loves, I don't know. Let's, let's call him Jerome. Jerome. Let's say she with Jerome. She loves Jerome at the end of the day, but Jerome is just not romantic. He's not sensitive and he's not caring, but Johnny is all those things. Yeah. I'm not saying it's right. I don't condone it. I think she should just get rid of Jerome or try mm -hmm. to have a real conversation and come up with something. But I think if she realizes that, that he's just not going to ever give that and she knows that that's what she needs, then obviously she shouldn't be with Jerome. But for me, that's why I think women cheat. It's just stressful trying to think about how you can say with somebody that they cheated. That shit be in my fucking brain. Yeah. Like, oh. I mean, I feel like in some circumstances, I get it. Like, if you're married with kids and... I would just become, and I would, I would want to break up, not even literally for everybody's peace. Because for me, I just, yeah, I know how bad my player Anoya could get. And I don't even mm -hmm. want to be annoying like that. You know what I'm saying? Like, I'm, yeah. I'm already annoyed that you did it once, but now I'm going to get on your nerves being paranoid. And I don't even want us to go through that. So it's yeah. okay. <laughs> no, I feel that. I just, I, I do understand why some women decide to like go back. Um, Mainly, yeah, anytime children are like, involved. I if you're married, like, yeah, if you're married with kids, and especially if he cheated on some, like, it wasn't, like, emotional. If it was, like, I was drunk and it just happened or she was whatever. Granted, I don't, that's, not, that's not acceptable, but at least in things like that, it just kind of happened. And it wasn't like he felt like he was missing something and no. went to get it elsewhere. But granted, at the same time, it's like, well, dang, if he was, if he's that easily tempted, who's to say he won't do it again? So I You know what's nuts? I, <clears throat> I, like, completely disassociated from, like, a whole portion of my life when I accidentally was somebody's side chick. We gotta tell that story next week. <laughs> I totally forgot that I do have insight on this situation more than I, than I realized I do. Life is weird. <laughs> yeah, it really is. <laughs> Ow. Love is blind and love it'll take over your eye. What you oh think is God. love is truly not. You need to elevate and find love is blind. All right. Okay, let's <laughs> do our last question. Um, so this one, I'm going to read it anon anonymously. I saw this post on Instagram and it was a couple on a blind date, but for the date, it was a professional photo shoot, and they seem to have great chemistry, already looking like a real couple. Would you ever be open to doing something like that? Hmm. So the date was like, they just went on a photo shoot, basically? That's what I'm, I'm like understanding, a couple shoot? too. Okay. Okay. So under that guise. Yes? I, I mean, I guess. <laughs> I guess. Because, like, know. look... As a skip, I love to just look pretty and be seen. So any excuse to get pictures taken, I'm I'm pretty much there True. as long as it's not seeming sketchy. You know what I'm saying? But, like, the, but here's the thing with that though, right? I gotta take them with you. So what if I don't end up liking you and now I'm stuck with a bunch of pictures with a nigga I don't even like? 
Right. You know? So that's why I'm like, I don't know, I guess. But the thing is, if I, if okay, think about it. If all you lose is a few hours from your day and a couple true. ounces of makeup. That's true. Why not? And yeah, I mean, not? you still look nice. It could be like, if it doesn't go well, you could be like, oh yeah, it's a photo shoot I did back in the day. Just and, and on the flip <laughs> side of that, if it does work out well, now you've got some fire pictures. Off rip, you already have great pictures for, you know what I'm saying, to show off to the gram. Me and my babe, professional pics all day one. Okay, I'm gonna be on day one. Don't post that on day talking about me and my bed. That's weird, but you know what I'm saying? (laughs) So, y'all, how'd y'all meet? Well, it just happens. So, like, it's cool. Mm. But again, see, I've no cap. I've always wanted to go on a blind date, but I'm like, the bar is in hell, so that's kind of hard. Yeah. But, like, specifically a blind date that my friends set up. Okay. Yeah. I'm not letting no stranger and no app. Or somebody who is a professional at all things except me. So, because <laughs> no. I mean, that's like kind of low-key happened to me once. Like, it wasn't like a blind date, though. I was just like at the club. So I told this guy he had a nice smile. And like, we were talking a little bit. Um, and then my friend was taking pictures of me outside like the place. And he like sat down with me and like was taking like mad pictures like low-key if you look at these pictures it looks like we've been dating for years it's hilarious and i've literally never talked to the guy again so that's a vibe (laughs) i'm like it goes well it's a vibe and it's fun yeah it's just funny because like i literally haven't spoken to the guy ever since so (laughs) (laughs) that was exciting i like having listener letters so we're gonna finish out with our listener letter i mean excuse me our silver linings our gems we're just gonna call them gems yeah Gem of the week. Um, so mine um comes from therapy again. I think mine came from therapy last week. <laughs> that's um, important. So I met with my therapist this week and he ended our session on this note, and I was like, ooh, that's good. <laughs> oh yeah, we gonna we gonna use that. Um so it says, um, the story we tell ourselves about ourselves is the way we live, is the life we live. I'm going to say that again for the people in the back. I'm going to get all up on the mic. I want y'all to hear this. The story we tell ourselves about ourselves is the life we live. So if you tell yourself that you're depressed, if you tell yourself that you suck, if you tell yourself you're not worth nothing, if you tell yourself you can't do nothing, then guess what? That's the life you're going to live. But if you tell yourself that you're willing and able, if you tell yourself that you're strong, beautiful, healthy, amazing, caring, and able to take on whatever God gives you, then guess what? That's the life you're going to live. And I know that's way easier said than done, but I think it's just nice to say that out loud sometimes because it's like, hey, you know, I think that that's the first step, at least, in trying to live a better life for yourself, whatever that means for you, you know? Um, obviously, you can't, you're not just going to say that once and believe it right away. Mm-hmm. But at least, um, at the very least, saying that as the first step, just say to yourself, what you, whatever you want your life to be, say that and believe that. And sooner or later, eventually, it will become that for you. Which is a big part of why we're even doing this podcast in the first place. Mm-hmm. So... Yeah, that's it for me. So, mine would be tell people you love them every day. Yeah, because we think we have more time than we do. 
<sighs> yeah. Uh, yeah, I'm, there's, that's really it. Life is weird. Time is weird. And you don't know if you have enough. We yep. never, none of us know what tomorrow is going to be like. So mm-hmm. make sure that the people that you care about know that. You shouldn't leave that up to chance. Um, if it's weird for you, get comfortable with it. I don't know. I have no problem telling my friends I love them because I feel mm-hmm. like everyone needs to know that somebody loves them. So yeah, that's it. Tell people you care about them. Tell people you love them. Um, in whatever way that you can in which you know that they know. All right, baby. So y'all, we will see you next week. Thanks for tuning in again. Peace, love, and abundance, y'all. We will see you next week. Peace, love, and hair grease. I hope you have a great week.